We are NXT. The future of NXT talk is here. The dream can still hear the people buzzing about what the next experience is going to be. They are the undisputed source of NXT coverage. When I say that we run NXT, that's not a cute tagline, it's a fact. Fanboy Philly, Phil Catal. Because I'm the EST of NXT, and I'm on the B tip. And La Reina, MJ Sasha. The queen is back, and she's here to take her crown and claim her flesh. This is Boo Got Next. This is Matt Riddle, NXT superstar, the King of Rose, and you're listening to Who Got Next. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the undisputed source of NXT coverage, keeping you up to date. What are all the news and reviews from the tapings to takeovers? We are Who Got Next, and I messed it up a little bit because it is absolutely freezing in New York with this winter storm that is slowly killing us all on the East Coast. If it's your first time listening, welcome. We do the show every Friday on the Rant with Ant Network, so make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and or Stitcher to never miss a show. And shout out before we get started, because MJ got a new computer because it was her birthday this week and now we have video returning to our patreons so shout out to that shout out to mj for finally getting her stuff fixed shout out to my I dad was, i was about to super kick. yeah shout out shout out to papa mj for making sure she was fresh with the fresh mac out in these streets <laughs> my name is phil cataldo but you can call me philium and with me is always a person that uh i try not to give too many compliments to because i feel like we're becoming too close of friends and that is ruining the dynamic of our friendship and the show and that is la reina mj santi what up not much Dylan. you're always so, you're always so excited when i intro you it's always like yeah what's up well because it's you no and yes. you literally just said I try not to compliment her too much. You want me to be like, oh, yeah, that's so exciting. Listen, I, I com- complimented you enough on your birthday. You want it again? Your birthday's next year, right? That's about it. No, it's still my birthday month. So, no. Therefore, it's still my birthday season. No, it's yeah, not. Winter season. No, you were in a, like a different year, your birthday. And it passed. That's, that's true. I will it give you that. That is true. time right now listen just because Zelina vega had a pretty cool moment during the rumble don't think you get in that moment over here okay because <laughs> i am the horn swoggle of this podcast and i will fucking chase your ass right out that door <laughs> i'm about the same height as him too i see i was gonna make that joke but i decided to be nice since i'm so short but he said it for yeah, me I, yeah we're, we're both super tiny so that doesn't work for either one of us that, <laughs> that level of talking shit but if you guys are enjoying this, there are three ways you guys can support the show. One is head on over to Twitter and Instagram at Who Got Next Pod. We live tweet. I live tweeted tonight. We were recording this on Wednesday, right after NXT. Um, last week, MJ live tweeted. It's a good time. I live tweeted Takeover. Uh, we had some. We had some fun in, on Twitter. Twitter has been very negative the last couple of weeks, but NXT fans always know how to give us a good time when we are live tweeting. The second way is represent.com slash store slash rant with ant. Get yourself some of our cool merch. I bought an MJ shirt and I've been waiting to wear it because it is absolutely freezing in my apartment. And we pay for heat here. So I'm trying to save a little bit of money because, of course, I am getting married in a year and a half. Let's save all the money possible because Jesus Christ, our wedding's expensive. (laughs) But it's worth it. It is definitely worth it. I can't wait for it. It's going to be the happiest day of my life, um, second to when I have kids or when, um, I don't know, I can do this full time as a career <laughs> and don't have to actually get a real job. Um, the third, and speaking of not getting a real job and supporting us, the third and most important way is patreon.com slash who got next. I almost said rant with Ann again because, of course, we are part of the Rant with Ann Network. So patreon.com slash who got next. One dollar gets you into our exclusive Patreon chat on Twitter. We were doing it tonight during NXT. We did it uh, on Saturday for TakeOver. It is a great time. It is an awesome time to be an NXT fan and NXT UK fan. $10 level gets you this video. MJ has look at look at the great quality of MJ's video. You're getting to see this. Patreons are getting to see finally MJ has good quality. I'm so proud. Jeez, it wasn't I'm that so, bad. 
No, it's it's because it's because she had a computer from like 1975. No, I She had didn't. that Walmart connection, and it was rough. Now she's fucking prime real estate. All right, she sold enough T-shirts. We were able to uh, sponsor her getting a real computer. I'm so proud. You're ridiculous. I'm the best, is what you meant to say. N- nope, I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Let's jump right into the news this week, and it's a little bit of sad news or good news, depending how you want to look at it, but Hideo Itami announces on his Twitter with a tweet just saying the words thank you, and and, uh, judging by the amount of wrestlers who are responding to him, it seems like Hideo Itami is leaving WWE. As we speak now on Wednesday, January 30th, it doesn't seem like WWE has even mentioned if he's leaving or not, but it seems like he's leaving uh, given all the response that other wrestlers and his fellow wrestlers are giving him. MJ, uh, how do you feel about Hideo Itami? Were you ever a fan of him? And, uh, you know, do you think this will actually be better for him and his career? I I feel like I didn't get to see enough of him because he was injured so much. So I don't, I can't say I was a fan of him, but I can't say that I didn't like him. I guess a little bit that I saw, he was pretty good. But I, with how stacked WWE is right now, I think maybe this is better for him, you know, if he continues to go on to another company. And, you know, Hideo Itami was a legend in Japan. Um, of course, I never watched any of his matches because I got into New Japan Pro Wrestling and the whole Japanese scene uh, when guys like Hideo and Nakamura came over and it made me want to go back and kind of watch what was happening in New Japan. So I definitely missed all the stuff of Kenta when he was in Japan. However, um, it's very sad that he never amounted to the potential that he had when he got here. Because, of course, if you remember, his signing class, Hideo Itami's signing class, was Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Hideo Itami, and Nakamura. They all came... Well, Nakamura came in a little after. So Finn Balor and Kevin Owens and Hideo Itami all came at the same time. And, of course, they took the infamous picture where it's them standing next to Neville and Sami Zayn, and it's like these are, like, the future of the company. And now we look back now, and, yes, Sami Zayn isn't what we thought he would be on the main roster, but he's had these unbelievable moments. Hideo Itami never realized his full potential in NXT because of injuries. Um, He did have a takeover match. He had two takeover matches, I believe, maybe even three. I know, but he did have a a world uh, NXT title match against Bobby Roode. Which uh, it happened because Bobby Roode's a boring wrestler, but um, <laughs> and then he he ended up going to Two Five Live. You know, a lot of us thought um, that it would be kind of a new lease on life for him, but he never really took off there. I think that you know the Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander's, even Lucha House Party, Buddy Murphy. These ca- these characters are more interesting. I think he never really found his footing here, which is sad. But it is cool because um. Now with a company like AEW existing, you know, he might go there. Or maybe he goes back to the indies, you know, does like PWG shows, Ring of Honor shows. Or just goes back to Japan and has a good time. Of course, there's rumors that AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling will have some type of working relationship. So maybe that's his way of getting to get more reps in because he is an extremely talented wrestler. And um, definitely look forward to seeing what he has in the future because he is a good wrestler and he is fun to watch. He just never really worked here. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I didn't know him well enough to really have any thoughts. My uh, Hideo Itami thought, favorite moment is when he, uh, when Finn Balor debuted with the Demon right after he came out. That 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 was it. Like he didn't really uh, do much, so it sucks. Wow. Because it was it was Hideo Itami and Finn Balor who mm-hmm. debuted the Demon versus Ascension, Ant's favorite tag team. So. It is what it is at this point. But enough with the news. Let's jump right into NXT episode 489 that aired on January 30th, 2019. Now, there were two matches on this because this is the fallout from TakeOver, the stuff that is pre-recorded before the TakeOver airs for the live audience that we get to see a couple of days later. Now, we're not going to touch on all the recap videos that they played during tonight's episode because, of course, if you guys want to hear my thoughts on it, you can go on the same feed that you were listening to right now. I did upload my reactions and thoughts that I did on Facebook.com slash Rant with Ant immediately following TakeOver, which, of course, we try to do every single time. 
there is a takeover special. Now, MJ wasn't able to be there because it, it was her quinceanera over the weekend. So proud of her finally turning 15 years old. <laughs> um, so now, before we get into the two matches, I did want to give MJ to Florida to kind of give her overall thoughts of what she thought of NXT TakeOver Phoenix. So go ahead, let these people know what you thought. Well, you already know one of my thoughts. Um, yeah, so, so tell other people your thoughts. <laughs> I'm still not over it. I'm still not over Ricochet losing. I do not like Gargano right now at all. If you guys want to know what MJ thinks of this Gargano-Ricochet match, um, so I'm looking at MJ's notes now, and she says, unnecessary recap of Gargano and Ricochet. <laughs> Gargano promo backstage. The title doesn't look good on his shoulder. <laughs> I f- I feel the shade. I feel the shade from back here. I feel the shade. I understand your yeah. boy. Your boy lost, man. It's fine. He had the the highlight of Ricochet over Rumble weekend wasn't even the match. It was that great backstage video that him and Casey Catanzaro had where he's oh, crying for good. his girl and like listen. I think I fell in love with Ricochet. I'm sorry. That. That was a you beautiful touching a few, moment. That was a beautiful back. touching moment. Okay, not only does he have more abs than I will ever see in my entire lifetime, times a million, but the man has a soft side and he has a sensitive side, and I can appreciate that. It made me cry. I, I cried watching that too, man. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Shout out to Rhea Ripley for being like <laughs> in the background. I thought that was pretty funny. Touching moment, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Just yeah, have, that, have fun. that was pretty funny. That but was now, what were your thoughts on just the Ricochet Gargano match? Because of course, that's the match that kind of set the wrestling world on fire Saturday night. That was actually that was my favorite match of the entire weekend. And normally, mm-hmm. like Royal Rumble is my favorite. They were good, but they weren't great. This match um, is definitely, even though it's only January, but it's definitely one of those match of the year contenders. So far, it's the match of the month for me. Well, the January is over, so I'm going to say it's the match of the month for me. Okay. So it's my uh, match of the year so far. I mean, it's only been one month, but yeah. it's gonna be very hard for people to top that. Like even when like I text you, like just the way they moved so beautifully together in the ring, and I'm like, you know, females they love to look at beautiful flowers. I love to look at that because that's what's beautiful to me. It's watching those two in the ring together. Would have been more beautiful if Ricochet retained, but whatever. It is what it is. Our favorite to win and lose all the time. My favorite, Bianca Belair, put on an incredible match. Yeah, but you knew she was going to lose. I knew she was going to lose, but the point is she lost. You know what I mean? Your guy lost. My girl lost, okay? Let me... comfort each other. No. I can't comfort you because you knew that she was going to lose, and I was okay with her losing, and I didn't watch the match. How fucking bad were our picks? Can we talk about that? How bad were our... Did we get almost fucking all of them wrong? Like, I understand. Thank God Tommaso won because Jesus Christ. I'm usually oh really God. good at NXT, like. And in reality, them right. we only we only missed two of them. Okay, we we picked Ricochet to win. We picked Undisputed Era to win. Yeah, and we both. But I think we, we were both so confident in Undisputed Era winning that, like, I felt like personally attacked when I was wrong. Like, we, yeah, no. I was just so confident. So I, 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 I loved that surprise factor. I didn't think that War Raiders was ready yet but you know they're probably going to prove what's wrong their entrance was one of the coolest entrances that i've seen like that was awesome and i don't viking stuff is not really my thing but uh i loved it and i thought you are the weirdest fan of like nerd culture fantasy i've ever met in my life you like fucking wizards kids playing fucking wizards okay all that but you don't like vikings Listen, they're, I but understand they're different. you don't I don't understand you don't like beards, okay? You have this hatred for beards, and that's probably why you hate <laughs> me deep down inside. But that Viking entrance was fucking awesome, and it got me hype as shit for Game of Thrones. Okay. I said it was awesome, so calm yourself. Okay? Now the real question is, was Sarah Logan actually in the entrance? Because I feel like one of them was Sarah Logan. I heard because that there was, she was one of them there was one of them that the face was completely covered. And you, you couldn't – there was no beard, right? They all had beards except one person. And then you saw her, like, braided hair, like, on the side. So I was like, it's that has braided. to be Sarah Logan. That's not braids. What is it? They're dreads. Sorry. I mean dreads, okay? I'm, I'm a guy. I don't know these Two things. Two different things. And I'm not in the fashion or hair That's or not, stuff like that. Whatever. I think I think it would be an awesome moment if she got to be in it. Uh, you know, yeah, if she was like their manager or something like that, they had like a, well, like a no. little one-off. You know what I'm saying? Just, just her getting to be a part of their entrance on the huge moment. Did you see the backstage thing too with um, the one guy and his brother? I forget his name. Is it Hanson? Was it Hanson? Who's the one? Hanson with the, and his brother. The, the Hanson's the one with the bigger beard. 
Okay, the one that's not with Sarah Logan. Ro. Uh, yeah, Roe is okay. with Logan. Okay, so it was Hanson and his brother. Did you see that video? No. Because you're going to cry because you cry at everything. So you're definitely going to cry. Listen, I teared up at the fucking Bianca Belair Montez Ford video. Can we talk about that? How beautiful I didn't that was. see that. It? Oh, so there's a backstage video right when Bianca walks through the curtain. Montez Ford hugs her. And it's it's like the Ricochet video, but Montez isn't crying like Ricochet is, so he loses points for that. But they have a very touching moment because, of course, as we saw in tonight's episode, Montez Ford got to wrestle in front of that crowd, too, you know, about an hour and a half earlier. So it was cool that they both kind of got to share that moment together. Um, a lot of There's a lot of couples in WWE right now, and I really love that we get this backstage look mm-hmm. at them actually being couples. Like, it's my favorite thing that they do because, like, Yes, Rusev and Lana and, you know, nah. Jimmy and, and Naomi are married. Like, it, it, there's real-life couples. Gargano and Candice, we saw, you know, there's backstage stuff with them. And, and it's just, it's really cool that we get to see these. Re- and Bianca and Montez are married. That's what made me shocked about the Ricochet, Katie, Canizaro stuff. Because they're not married. They usually only show married couples backstage. But it was yeah, cool. It true. was awesome to see. But back the tag match was incredible, though. Yeah. Like, it was an unbelievable match. Uh, I love the way I said it on the video. I love the way that the War Raiders use their bodies, like use their size in the match, mm-hmm. like throwing each other at them. I, I thought that was really cool. And, and like we said, man, just shocked that all the picks were wrong. Uh, well, not crazy. all of them, but well, the the two two out of the, the three big ones, yeah, were wrong. That's true. Like, because the women's match wasn't a big pick because we all knew with Shane, with uh, yeah. Bianca being undefeated that she that this was her reason to she lose. She had to lose. Oh, dude, I teared up. I teared up during that match. And I want to buy her shirt. It's on the it. website now. I chose not to watch it, and I'm still okay with that decision. Hating. Sorry. Hating. I Listen, shout out to WWE Shop for putting a Bianca Belair shirt on the website. But Did, uh, did you buy it? Um, not yet. Can I get paid? Can I get paid? <laughs> I don't know your pay <laughs> schedule. I don't get paid to next week, okay? I got to make it past the Super Bowl first. Let's go Rams. And my gear not getting here to fucking Wednesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... You know, with every positive of WWEshop.com, there's a negative. They have not put the fucking Matt Riddle gear on there. There is a Matt Riddle shirt. It is in Phoenix. Shout out to Cody Hoot. He sent us a picture of it. I want to be able to buy Matt Riddle's shirt online. Please put it up there. Original bro. I want it. Really bad. Support your boy, Matt Riddle. Okay. Now, let's get into the matches that actually aired tonight. First one of them, there was a really, really good match with a really awesome ending. And then there was the bullshit with the fucking forgettable bums. But we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but the first match is Io Shirai and Kari Zane versus Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Thank you for putting her name, Jessamine, because I always fuck her name. I always want to say Jessica Lynn or Jessa Lynn. It's Jessamine Duke. I know. Shout I was out Brother Daryl. He'll appreciate that. I only knew because I was paying attention to the screen of like the the tight in front names. of their names because I normally just say those other horsewomen girls because the I don't horse care. Girls, yep. Damn shit. Dude. I don't care Nothing enough. Their life. <laughs> now this match was really fun. There mm-hmm. were some really cool spots in it. I thought that, uh, I know a lot of people are saying that the horsewomen aren't ready yet. Right. With Marina and Jessamine. I think they know enough where they can at least have an NXT match. I, I do not think they should be called up. I do think that however, with, Ronda Rousey fighting Bailey on this week's Raw that they're gearing up faster than we could have ever expected for this four horsewoman four horsewoman match. Obviously, it's not happening at Mania given that we're going to get uh as we stand right now Rousey versus Becky just them two alone, maybe Charlotte gets added. That happens when it happens. But um I think that maybe there this might be in Toronto at SummerSlam uh I mean, then again, it might never happen because, according to Dave Meltzer, Ronda Rousey's leaving the company in, after me to start a family. But whatever, because, you know, everybody can be stupid as him. Uh, but this was a good match. I think it showcased what they are. The one spot I do kind of want to bring up that I thought was really cool was when Kari Zane and Jessamyn Duke did, like, the test of strength. And Jessamyn just held her hand, hand up, just showing how much taller she is. Oh, you yeah. Know, that's really awesome. And, and, and that, ever since we had the Riddle interview, and he said during the interview that... The person to look out for the most in NXT women's division is Jessamyn Duke. I've been paying a lot closer attention to her, and she definitely does a lot of stuff in the ring that I like. She does the little things, right? Is her wrestling there yet? Absolutely not. But they've only they've been training for less than a year or about a year. So patience when it comes to the wrestling side of things. But I think Jessamyn does a lot of things character-wise 
like that, like that moment right there. And her timing was very good. I think that's awesome. I think Marina's a better wrestler, but Marina, mm-hmm. of course, struggles with her facials and her timing and stuff like that, which both of them will be able to do. And they're there to have this four horse horsewoman versus four horsewoman match. And I think that the other women in the match, the other what? Fucking six women in the match can carry them through it and they'll be fine. It's no big deal. But what did you think of this match? And shout out to you putting that Kari Zane is Issa's favorite. <laughs> I know how <laughs> so much she loves thinking, her. <laughs> I just keep thinking of us at the Rumble party like, this fucking pirate bitch. <laughs> like, Jesus, yo, can Kari Zane live? I know. I like Kari Zane. I think she's so adorable. But I love her. She, yeah. And then, like, her and Io Shirai, like, I just absolutely love them as a tag team. I think they're so much fun to watch. I think they have Sky so pirates, much right? chemistry. What? I think they're called Sky Pirates, or at least they, they were have started a name? calling them that tonight. Yeah, they're called Sky Pirates. I just, mm, I don't know about well, that. Well, because but... she's the genius of the sky, and well, Kari Zine's the whatever I pirate. I get it. I just don't know how I feel about sky it. Sky Pirates is cool. It's cool. According to you, anyway. Um, what happened to Marina's face? Why does she have that face mask on? I, you know what? I was going to tweet that tonight. I have no idea. It's probably something that happened during training or something, because I don't remember any Me reports neither. of her getting hurt. Yeah, she probably broke her nose. Hmm. Whatever. And they, they can't stop. Their development needs to happen because this fucking four-on-four four match is going to happen. That's, the thing with those two is that, like, I feel like they're nowhere near ready to be in that feud with the horsewoman versus horsewoman. So, but they're they're just to stand there and look like devastating. They are real fighters. That's the thing. Like, they're not good wrestlers, but I, they are real fighters. Right, so, like, but this they, they just got to stand UFC. there and look tough. This yeah, is but WWE. The casual fan doesn't care about that. But they have to you know be I mean? able to sell. That's what I'm saying. I think that's true. To me, Marina is, was struggling with selling during that match. She was, I thought, better a little bit better of the wrestler than Jessamine, but I think that she was struggling with selling. Jessamine, mm, yeah, me personally, I don't really like some of her facials she makes. I think it kind of looks like she's trying to play that like badass role too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know what it is? I guess I just really don't like any of the girls coming from the UFC. Besides, like, I don't mind Rhonda, uh, but ex- right now she's in feud with Becky. Shout out to Becky. It's her birthday. I'm wearing my shirt right now. Yep, she's wearing her Becky Lynch shirt. Um, so obviously I'm going to root against her, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. They're just I'm not so my I'm so proud, cup of by tea. the way, that you were able to move your camera and Skype in and just fucking implode. <laughs> Okay, I'm so can very just, proud. This is, can you just keep like get over it? Stop I'm hating just, on I'm my old so, computer. I'm just so happy right now that like you're joining me at this like high level tier of a computer that can like process you running Audacity and Skype and a webcam at the same time. So I literally told the lady in Apple too. I'm like, I need something because I do a podcast, and it was so sweet because she was like really much older lady. And she's like, what's a podcast? Do you talk no, about pottery? She was, <laughs> you were like, no, what? she knew what a podcast was. Okay. Shout out to her. You man. Don't did did you give at, her a business card? Did you say, hey, like and subscribe? Cards. I don't have business cards. Okay. But she asked me what it was about. She asked me the name. And of course, she, she was like, are you on um, Apple Podcasts? And you were like, and damn right. Like, yeah. And you dab like this. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Did not do that. No, then my dad. Tells her to make me take a picture holding the laptop in the freaking Apple store. So that was fun. Like, I'm 12 years old. And I was like, You're oh, 15. I... You're a quinceanera. <laughs> we discussed this earlier. Yeah, 15 years old. Whatever. Even <laughs> at 15, I'm like, seriously? That Dad, don't embarrass me anymore, Dad. Seriously. Right? Exactly. As my son sitting there playing in the store, <laughs> I have to take a picture with the laptop. But Yo, yeah. shout out to your son for looking fresh in that mellow gear today. Oh, he was running around the whole day with it on. Yo, because he is money. He wanted my other hats, but I was like, this one was touched by Becky Lynch and signed, and this one was given to me by Nikki Bella, so you cannot touch them. And so. this one was given to me, me by Uncle Philium at Evolution. Um, That's, I wouldn't care. Wow. It's the more about the shade. fact that Becky the touched shade. it. The Queen of Shade. That's what I'm going to start fucking calling you on the show. The Queen of Shade. That's what your name should be. The queen of fucking shade over here shitting on people. You know, like, the, <laughs> what is what what does uh, Shayna call herself? Queen of Spades or something like that? That might be your new nickname on the show now. The queen of shade. I like it. We're booking it right now. <laughs> La Reina is gone. Forever live the queen of shade. MJ Santi. I'm liking it. I, this stuff's organic, too. I like it, man. 
I like it. I like it very, very much. And of course, Io Shirai and Kari Zane win the match, but we're mm-hmm. we're way past. I know about we that went match. so off topic. Can I just say one thing though? It really annoys me, and it probably is just some small day detail. No, it's not you. <laughs> it's when like they they're having like a women's match or whatever, and they're like this is a women's division match. Like really. Do you say this is a men's division match? I don't really feel like they need to clarify. I feel like the only reason they need to say, like, what if it's a mixed tag match, then say that this is a mixed tag match. Saying this is a women's tag team match, I mean, tag team division match, we get it. No, we that bothers it. me too because, like, it gives people this hope. And we see it on social media a lot because a lot of people keep saying, um, you know, now with them ch- starting to set up the women that are in this elimination chamber for the tag team titles. Oh, what about Io Shirai and Kari Zane? And it's like, no, they said it's only Raw and SmackDown. So, like, right. this is just getting our hopes up uh, for Io Shirai and Kari Zane to, you know, go after these titles when they can't. So it sucks that they're doing this. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's like, hey, we do women's tag team wrestling here, too. That's awesome. You don't have enough women in NXT to have your own tag division. The company no. doesn't have enough women to have a tag division, like, stand On multiple aside shows. a regular division. Yeah. So. I don't know. Shout out to uh, Fire and Desire just declaring to be in the shit. And then Sasha trying to throw shade at them. And, and <laughs> Did you see it? No, I didn't. So when so when uh, Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville just declared to be in the chamber because fucking fuck rules that they tried to establish <laughs> on Monday, um, <laughs> Sasha was like, declared, question mark. And Sonya Deville quote tweeted her and was like, yup. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, I did see Yo. that. This shit yeah. is dope. Sony DeVille, gangster, man. I'm trying to tell you. She's so much I talk, better I, than me. I was talking about her today. I was talking about Sony DeVille today because, of course, I do work with somebody who went to high school with her. And she was her sister was, like, best friends with her. And we talk about all the time about how weird it is for her to see her, like, be this type of girl on TV when she's, like, so different when she was younger. Hey, we all grow up. You People. know, I have a beard. People change. People I have change. A beard. You have a okay. Um, yeah, I didn't have a beard when I was in high school. You were in not high all school. Of us stayed, not a lot not of all high... of us stayed four two okay. our whole life. Okay. I am not four two. Okay. Your your body was like, wait, am I AJ Lee's height? Yep, we're good. We're done. No, I actually still have a pants from eighth grade that still fit me. That's, that's how just, much I have. That's just grew. that's just good saving. Like you don't have to buy pants. Like I have to buy pants all the time. No, because I'm just, just getting like, wider. They're sweatpants, so you know. Well, yeah. Are they Jeff Hardy sweatpants? They're not. Oh my god, I wish I had Jeff Hardy sweatpants. You should get them mm. for me. Birthday idea. What size do you wear? Fucking kids four? I'm not gonna say my size on the show. That is rude Yo, to ask a woman. M- MJ's this fucking big, okay? <laughs> right? You're right. I shouldn't have asked that, but we're fucking here now. <laughs> so here's the best transition ever. Well, let's go to the main event of the night, and that is um, something else that was really bad, uh, and that is the Street Profits versus Douchebags, a.k.a. Forgettable Sons, a.k.a. Forgettable Bums. You know, and, I uh, actually literally forgot that their name is not actually Forgettable Sons. It's actually Forgotten, it's forgotten Sons. Son. Yeah, but that's, so here's the thing. And I understand that they're bad guys, and I understand that the crowd is supposed to boo them, but having a tag team, having any type of performer perform in front of a takeover crowd, and the crowd is chanting stuff like, we already forgot you, or we forgot you, Mm -hmm. and I understand it goes with their character, but, like, who cares? Like, why were they there? There's NXT needs to kind of boost up their tag division. It goes right. We're in a down wave right now for the NXT tag division. Um, I, this is at this moment that I'm really fucking annoyed that TM61, the one guy left and we're just stuck with the, the one of the, well, they're both Australian, but the, the, the guy with the shorter hair, the less good looking guy with, without tattoos, he leaves and we get, I think Shane, some Sean, some, I don't forget his name. They were just TM61, the mighty to me, Okay. but, uh, it was in this moment where I wish they were still around. So at least we can have them versus street profits. I know we've seen it, but I'd rather see that, but to the Street Profits' credit, they tried. Um, I didn't like the gear they were wearing, though. It's kind of nitpicky, but whatever. Uh, oh, I, thought I it was hated not it. Flattering. It was like weird. Like the... their like chest was hanging out the side. Like it. Well, it like well, Frankie said that it was like kind of like old school, like Booker T. Yeah, it was like wore, Harlem but Heat. like it just didn't like but it like, didn't Harlem do Heat well on them. Jacked. Yeah, that's why they wore that. Like they had like pecs. Like these guys don't have like 
huge pecs. And I know it's, it's like body shaming or something, but it's like it just it looked weird and, and it was like out of place. They never wore gear like that. But I do understand they're giving like the shout out to Harlem Heat and yeah. stuff like that. So that was cool. Um, The one moment and I think probably the only moment worth talking about in this match was Montez Ford's vertical leap mm. from inside the ring to the outside. Um, This dude is incredible. And I know that I've been on record on this show saying that I think he has star potential. Um, I do think Street Profits will continue to hold him back. But um, because they're, they're looked at as like this joke tag team and stuff like yeah. that. And I think Montez Ford has a chance to do something very special. He's like a younger Kofi, uh, Kofi Kingston. Uh, He has that level of athleticism. And I would love to see him have a solo run or something like that. Um, But I think that he's the only reason that someone like D'Angelo Dawkins is he's even still in the company because like they've tried everything with Dawkins and this is the only thing that has seemed to work. So I guess in that way, you don't want to see the street profits split up because you don't want anybody to get fired unless they're the uh, forgotten sons because fucking goddamn. Um, And it, it sucks. Cause like I used to like Wesley Blake when he was with Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, and but like to him with them it doesn't go. You have that guy, uh, Riker, fucking whatever on the outside who just looks impressive. He looks like he, he looks would be badass. a WWE guy, right? Yeah. But he is the fucking worst wrestler out of all of them, and that's why he's not even in that match. And he didn't even really do anything, so it was like, well, what was the point of him being there? Well, he had that stare down with the oh, oh from the other side I of the mean, ring. Whoop the fucking do. That was. I'm glad. I'm glad NXT paid for his ticket to fly out there to him to fucking just look impressive and stare at him. Like, for that, just keep Lars Sullivan out there and let him murder people. At least it was cool to see Lars Sullivan nah. kick people's ass. And I know you don't like him, but nah. I'm trying to get some WrestleMania tickets, yo. Lars Sullivan, hit me up. You know what I mean? He might I'm not even be able to help tickets. you. Yeah, I know. I think he lost all that clout. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think he can help you out there. The one biggest shock for me is that the Forgotten Sons actually won this match. Yeah. Like, what? I actually, I Which is really... weird because usually going into TakeOver, they leave on like a high note. Like fans are excited. Whether the good guy or bad guy wins, it doesn't matter. But it's usually an exciting ending to seem like, wait, what? They won? The thing is, too, like we've had a couple of like pro- backstage or like promo videos from Street Profits. So I was kind of getting the feeling that maybe NXT was going to start pushing them a little bit more. So when they lost, I was just a little confused about it. I don't know what's going on. With the NXT tag division, uh, in in one in one area, the War Raiders won, which kind of opened the door and opened the possibilities to new matchups. But then the Forgotten Sons won, so whatever. I mean, maybe the War Raiders just fucking killed them out of existence. Maybe, I, maybe they just killed them into fucking a new gimmick, a new gear. Like, here's the thing, right? And I've said this before. I wanted to like the Forgotten Sons. But they're too much like Sanity. I need them to be more army fucking recruits. Did you see the video on, I think it was WWE PC. Oh, no, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just on WWE uh, YouTube where they, um, it was Dana Warrior and a couple of the NXT wrestlers. And they went to like a, um, a veterans dinner or a veterans shelter. Did you see that? Um, I didn't see it, but I think I remember you talking about it before because they had like all the military NXT yeah. people there. And it- so if for anybody who hasn't seen it, Dana Warrior was there and with WWE and it was like all <laughs> veterans. So it was like the, the Forgotten Sons were there. Um Montez Ford was there because of course he's a veteran. Bianca Belair was there because she's married to Montez. Lacey Evans was there. So it was cool. And there was other NXT stars there, but they were highlighting the ones that were like actual veterans. So it was cool. And they were like giving um food to like homeless veterans and stuff like that and, and trying to talk to them help them out and stuff like that so like if you're gonna put the forgotten sons in that atmosphere or in that like level of like i can't even think of the word but if you're gonna put them on that like pedestal like give them a cooler fucking gimmick they don't have to be like sanity ripoffs because then of course sanity's not even on fucking tv yeah so it's like what the fuck like bring sanity back to NXT or give them a Nikki Cross or something because I need I need to see Killian Dane on TV. It's been too long since I've seen that Harry back. You know what I mean, shout out to all the Harry guys out there. Represent. He's holding it down for us. He needs to shave his fucking back though. Let me tell you that shit is nasty. Don't be mean. What do you mean? Don't be mean. It's not mean. That's like you so, making fun of a girl for being short. Like I don't make that, fun of girls for being I'm short. I'm just saying, if you made fun of a girl for being short, but it's okay why would I do that? Do that. I don't know because I'm rubbing off on you. No, I'm. Oh, you're the queen of shade. But I'm not gonna do That's that to other do. short women. I know how it feels, so I wouldn't Listen, do it. AJ Lee, Zelina Vega, MJ, 
three Spanish women who grew up loving Jeff Hardy. It's a fucking Can you get conspiracy. Over the trifecta, <laughs> the triangle, Rockefeller Records, the diamond cutter, DDP Yoga, it's all connected. Illuminati. I feel like for that new movie, they should have had me be AJ Lee instead of Zelina. I look more like her than Zelina. Yo, shout out to Zelina tweeting at AJ saying that she hopes she likes it. And AJ was like, you slayed, girl. And I was like, whew. All is right in the world. All is right in the world. Three short Spanish women come together. That's all you need. That's all you need. You guys should, like, get together, have, like, a bonfire and talk about, like, yeah, when I was younger, I wore Jeff Hardy armbands, too. Yes, exactly. Your silence is agreement <laughs> no. to me. For anyone that now, watches do, the do video, they can rate see this my episode? Face. Do you even want to rate this episode? I, I think this is like an unrateable episode. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, it was mostly just them showing us what happened at TakeOver. And the last yeah, match, it was, it was okay. It would be unfair to rate it. Yeah, it's just... It'd be unfair to rate it. But the one episode we can wait, or can rate... rate is up next. I can't speak. I'm a high school dropout. We know this. That's not um, an excuse. It is an excuse. No, it's for not. Moi. No. Next up is NXT UK episode 28 that aired on January 30th, 2019. And the it, the show starts off with another promo package showing Walter debuting. At this point, just give me a fucking match, which they do later in the show. But, like, stop. You're giving me the same fucking promo video. I don't care. I know he was there. He's a killer. I want to see him kill somebody. And Jesus Christ, did he fucking kill somebody this week. Can I you felt like back I away the from cops. your microphone? I felt like I should have called the cops because holy shit, MJ. Holy shit. <laughs> but before we get to that greatness, Dave Mastiff versus fucking Primate. What's Primate. his name? Because I feel like I heard I saw it say like J Rose, and then I heard them saying like Maybe. Melrose, and so I don't really confuse. Melrose, it's Melrose Place nine zero two one zero, Primate, whatever. I I don't know. He's one of these fucking stupid like over over the top gimmick wrestlers that I don't like in NXT UK. I don't like him. I don't like him, and I'm happy Dave Massive wins though. It was a it was a forgettable match. I don't even remember much of it other than Dave Massive winning. Um, did you enjoy this match? I mean, it was, weird. It, was, it was just, it was one of those that it was just like a powerful guy versus a powerful guy. So it wasn't really like, you know, the type of wrestling that I'm normally into, you know, where they're flying all over the place. It was okay. You get that next week. Laguero versus Mark Andrews next week. You get that. You get well, to see Mark Andrews be like, oh, I'm fucking corny. I'm waving my hand to the ring. He's not corny. Stop being a hater. He's fucking corny, bro. Okay. He is corny. Okay, and you're not. But shout out to Primate for having a dope beard. You know, might have, he might and have to trim that mustache area up a little bit. It's getting kind of crazy. I don't know how the fuck he eats. I hated his mask that he wore when he came out. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I don't get it. I don't get his whole like thing. It. I like Mastiff, so like I felt bad that Mastiff had to have a match with someone like that. But at least he got TV time. That's true. And at least he's not fighting Eddie Dennis no more. And that's all a Phil can ever ask for right after that we get a video package kind of reintroducing zaya brookside to us saying she's returning to action next week which is awesome she's super cool i'm happy that they're giving her more matches now wwe and nxt uk give me more millie mckenzie please you gave us like two matches with her and i started to fall in love with her because she does suplex millie like suplex city and i want to see her suplex some chicks out here in the uk but are you excited to see uh millie mckenzie she was so do you remember a couple weeks ago probably i don't know a month ago it was zaya brookside and somebody versus another women tag team no well millie mckenzie was one of them and she's awesome Wait, she's the one that's always with Pete dunn yes yes oh she's the one that i said that i feel bad but i hate her face bruiser mates where she's like bruiser mates She's awesome. I want to see more matches with her. So, And where the fuck is Killer Kelly? Okay? It's been too long. I said that she was my favorite women's wrestler in NXT UK. And you fucking take her away from me. You take her away from me. Where is Killer Kelly? I want to see her murder somebody. I feel like with NXT UK, you see a female. And then they're kind of off for a little while. Like, they're trying to, like... I don't know. I feel like they're trying to slowly, in- like, reintroduce, like, certain, yeah, females that are on the roster. So, like, you're, mm-hmm. there are certain females that you don't see for a while. Just, like, like we haven't seen Tony Storm come back on TV, really, and have any type of match since TakeOver, right? 
Yeah. And no. Rhea Ripley wasn't on it as well. Well, she did have the match with um, what's her name? Well, in a couple of weeks, they did announce that we get the title match um, with Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. So we both get to see both of them right there, then and there. But hopefully we get Killer Kelly and Millie McKenzie and stuff like that. Um, As long as we don't get Isla Dawn, right? Put her in a tag team. Let her be someone's manager because, God, man, she just doesn't do it for me. But the next segment we go on to is Zach Gibson and James Drake, and they cut a promo. The reason I do want to talk about this segment is because finally... They call themselves by their fucking indie wrestling tag name, which is the Grizzled Young Vets. Thank you, God. I love when tag teams have official names. They are now officially the Grizzled Young Vets. Now, put that shit on the fucking Tron when they're coming out. So that's what people learn to call them. I think it was cool. What did you think of this segment? Uh, Like you said, I like when they have a name for a tag team it makes them like because when they have their own names it just kind of feels like they're just two stars that they just threw together because they had nothing else to do with them so like eichner and uh marcel and but the thing is eichner and marcel like they look like a tag team it's just that they don't have the name and drake don't look like a tag team yeah when you give them the name it makes them feel like a tag team exactly so i was okay with it i like um i can say like what happened during the promo right or do you want yeah. to say that you know no it's, it's okay <laughs> i don't know why you're moving like this this is for video only people she was like or can you say that like i get it you're a spanish woman but jesus you don't have to talk with your entire fucking existence god damn it was not that bad calm yourself it was pretty funny was okay pretty funny. okay anyway <laughs> i like well, you sounded like tina from uh bob's burgers you ever watch bob's I... burgers have I ever no, watched not Tina, Bob's not Burgers? No, not Tina, sorry. Uh, Luis. I always get them confused. You sound How like can Luis. you get when them like, confused? Okay, okay. I love Bob's Burgers. Like, Great show. Great it's show. amazing. My son loves it, too. He'll ask for it sometimes. Your um, son is awesome. I know, because... And clearly a better person than I am. Look who's raising him. Yeah, your husband did an incredible job raising him. We no, get it. Whatever. Right. My brother just recently got him really obsessed with Pokemon. Shout out to that. A uh, little, little side story. Um, MJ was like, I used to love Pokemon growing up. So, of course, to all of these real Pokemon fans out there, I was like, million-dollar question, who's the starter that you pick? And I... she was like, I never played the games. I only collected the cards. Fucking weirdo. That was a thing back then, so don't. You're a weirdo. Back up from your microphone because you're, you're hurting weirdo. everyone's ears. You're a weirdo. Back... Who just collects the cards, Okay. I mean, I watched the show. All right. And then you get the game and you play the game. And then it's either Charmander, Squirtle, or the answer no one fucking should ever say. And that's Bulbasaur. Okay? I don't remember any of that. Even stuff. though picking Bulbasaur made the game way easier because he was a, a leaf. Boy. I would have to ask my brother if he even had that game because I don't Your remember. Your brother's any a gangster. I bet you he picked fucking Charmander or Squirtle because he's a gangster like me. And I picked Squirtle because Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad. Ugh. I just feel so bad for your future All right, children. so talk about the promo. Talk <laughs> about the promo. Yeah, I'm going to be a father one day. How fucking crazy is this? Let's go uh, back to wrestling. We keep getting off topic today. Because there's nothing to talk about this week. Oh, we have NXT UK was an actual show. No, that, that's to talk okay. about. I'm talking about regular NXT gave us one yeah, segment that we cared about. There really wasn't anything. Um, So Sid Scala, is that his, his name? I'm mm-hmm. really bad with names. Sid Scala? Yes. So the, he came out and he announced that they're going to be facing Oney Lorcan and Danny Burch for their first title defense. So I know mm-hmm. that Oney Lorcan and Danny Burch, they just had a really great match with Fabian Eichner and mm-hmm. um, last week. Yep. Marcel last week. So I'm really looking forward to them. Or the week before that. One of those weeks. I think it was last week. Cause, it might have been last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that match. I know I think that they recorded that during Phoenix because I know they were going to do some um, NXT UK tapings in Phoenix. So I think there they recorded it There is a lot there. of crazy stuff that's going on. The World's Collide Tournament was filmed already. They have Halftime Heat. I don't know when that was filmed, if that's getting filmed during the stuff tonight. Uh, a, little side, a little side thing. Uh, I did tweet out, who is watching Halftime Heat? I'm going to bring up that tweet right now because we did get surprisingly a lot of votes. Um, 45 votes. Okay, this will be going on for another day. 
I will tweet the results when they are done, if I remember. Um, right now, 45 votes and 9% say no and 91% say yes. Where do you fall in that percentage? Will you be watching? So, okay, let, let's sidetrack even more. Um, <laughs> let's sidetrack even more. So, of course, the Super Bowl is the Rams versus the Patriots. I am a Rams fan. MJ's husband is just hates my existence, and he is a Patriots fan. So, with that being said, we obviously both will be watching the game. The question is, MJ, will you open up your phone or your freshly new-bought laptop to watch Halftime Heat, or will you watch question mark because wwe clearly got a cease and desist from maroon 5 in the nfl Will they you did? be watching maroon 5 have you seen the new commercial it doesn't show maroon 5 it just shows a question mark oh awkward so they got a cease and desist because um, i was like damn bro taking shots yeah i know i remember tweeting that, that they were the ones starting shade that day um what do you think i think you will not be watching it Don't you like Maroon 5? I do like Maroon 5, especially Adam Levine. But, hello. Ricochet. Oh, wow. I wonder who got you that picture. (laughs) Of course I'm going to be watching it. They have the top guys of NXT in a match, and you think I'm not going to watch that? That's going to be amazing. I can watch. It's going to be a great match. If I really, really wanted to watch the... Super Bowl halftime performance. I can watch it another time. That's something that's not. That's how I feel about. So like, and this sucks coming from someone who hosts an NSC show. You're not gonna watch I it. I will be in full football mode. Okay, I'm already upset. My gear for the Super Bowl is not getting here until motherfucking Wednesday. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. Okay. 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 So I'm in full football mode. I'm the, my TV. So here's the thing. When you watch the Super Bowl, you don't change the fucking channel because the commercials yeah, but- are fucking lit as fuck. And the, the best part about the game. So my TV will not be changed. Period. Right. You're crazy. I fucking You're love gonna- Pepsi. So I'm going to text you. Pepsi. I will be supporting the Pepsi halftime show. I'll, br- I'll open up my laptop and watch it on my laptop. Fuck. I don't really like Maroon 5. So, so I- then you'd it. still watch it. So maybe I'll you just went through this whole thing. If the Rams are fucking losing, I might nothing. I might need to watch it. But if the Rams are winning, I'm gonna be fucking too busy peacocking through my fucking living room, talking hella shit. Who knows? Let's see where this day takes us. You got issues. I I have a lot of issues. You but do. now let's finally get back to NXT UK and talk about the fucking murder that we all witnessed. We should all be ashamed. We should have all called the police because let me tell you, Jack Stars got fucking smacked and kicked home. That that motherfucker ain't never coming back. He This dude got hit so hard, I, he's walking out of PWG tomorrow thinking it's fucking NXT UK. Let me tell you something because holy guy. shit, Walter versus Jack Stars and the smack heard around the world i felt that shit in my soul and then you get that front kick that's what i love about walter and that's what's so cool about walter you get these bigger guys like a walter like where they're known for just their strikes right they're known for being aggressive and having these heavy hands and then they do something athletic like that fucking falling front kick which i think is great but mj this was your first time officially getting to see walter in action what did you think of him I usually do not like these type of guys. This is not my mm-hmm. thing. I don't I don't like the big guy that is, like, destroying everybody in the ring. Mm-hmm. But there's something about Walter that's kind of intriguing to me. I think it's also because I'm obsessed with his entrance. Like, I love the song. I love everything about it. I was it. like, da, 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 da. Yeah, you're destroying and it. it like, but da, da, da. And he comes out like this with his hand behind his back. And I loved that they, I feel like they picked, like, the most pale guy in the locker room to really show, like, the redness. Nigel McGuinness said it, too. He was like, his skin complexion is, yeah, he was like, his skin complexion is not helping him out. I I feel like they did, that was planned. They picked the palest guy that they could find. And then the, did you see the picture afterward that NXT posted? Like, you could see, like, it's bleeding and his whole, like, handprint is on his chest. Like, that poor, poor During Matt Riddle's interview, he was axed. Who hits the hardest? And he said, Walter hits the hardest. And with an open, think about this. Imagine somebody smacking you and any part of your body smacking you, open hand smack. And it's so fucking hard that your body bleeds. It cuts you. What? New meaning to knife edge chop. Let me tell you something. Because Jesus Christ. I'm just happy you're enjoying him. I'm happy you're enjoying him. We can share this together as friends 
friendship. Okay? Friendship. You're something else tonight. Yeah, I'm on one, man. I don't got to work till fucking 10 tomorrow. I'm hyped. That's why. You're so excited. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, So, of course, Walter gets the win, murders everybody. We get a backstage segment where, and it, was, it wasn't it was Joe Coffee, okay? It was Mark Coffee. I, was, okay? I knew it was one of them. Either Mark way, Coffey, one of them the is going to get killed by Walter next. Mark Coffee is going to get murdered by yeah. um, Walter. So, next week or coming up soon, we get Mark Coffee versus Walter, which would be really cool. Um, we do get a quick little segment uh, with Eichner and Barthol telling Walter that they got his back, kind of teasing an alliance with them. I think it would be really cool. They all seem to just wear black trunks, so automatically that makes them a stable. (laughs) This is like WWE 2K basics. Throw them together. They're a stable. Similar to uh, WWE Creative when they were like, Daniel Bryan has a beard and Eric Rowan has a beard. Put them together. They're a team because they both have beards. (laughs) That's how it works, man. I'm just trying to tell you how this shit works. Okay. Now we move on to the women's match where I was actually extremely surprised, and that is Ginny versus Casey Owens. And shout out to Casey Owens. Oh, oh my God, I'm so happy you put this in your notes because it's exactly what I thought. So MJ put, Casey reminds me of Tessa Blanchard. A hundred fucking percent. She looks that like gear, her. That was Tessa Blanchard gear. Yeah. I was thinking, you discount Tessa Blanchard. How dare you come out here and try to look like my girl? The diamond of professional wrestling. But let me tell you something. There was one spot during this match that I absolutely loved. And it was that when they were on the top rope and Casey Owens fell back and she, like, got her in that arm bar. I was like, holy shit. It was towards the end of the match. Mm-hmm. That moment alone is worth going back and watching Ginny versus Casey Owens this week. That was an incredible moment. Uh, they had a really good match. Of course, they were talking about the whole match, how Casey Owens is a 10-year veteran. Um, of course, I'm an asshole. And I thought to myself... What, does she really like Kevin Owens, so she stole his last name? But that's just me. I'm a dickhead. But what did you think of this women's match this week? It was finally one of, and, like, this isn't a shot at any of the NXT UK women, but I haven't really enjoyed many of the matches that much. Um, uh, Any of the matches that, like, didn't involve Rhea or Tony, it just, Mm -hmm. they were okay. This was one of the Mm -hmm. better ones. The only thing I didn't like, and I'm going to, nitpick on one of the spots like it was Ginny was like pinching um Casey's like stomach in one of her like submission moves or whatever I just thought it looked ridiculous and I hated it so that brought down the match to me <laughs> queen of shade the it's queen just, of shade like really you're just again. you're stretching someone and then you'll oh let me pinch pinch like my son does that and he's four like you don't need to do that in a your wrestling match your son is match. clearly about to face somebody for the championship then because Ginny is going to face Tony Storm soon yeah. so that means your son is going to face he's, Johnny Gargano he since is. Ricochet's not the champion no more well my son likes to jump around like he's Ricochet so he's going to take it from Gargano oh no that's fine. flippy more flippy shit He's my son. What do you your expect? Breed, your breed, yeah, exactly. And um, I don't know. Another thing I'm going to nitpick her out, I, Jenny, Jenny's gear doesn't look like it fits her. Like, it just... Which which is a, is a good nitpick because her whole gimmick is she's the fashionista That was what of bugs me. I haven't liked any of her gear that she wore, that she has worn. And they're saying that she's the fashionista. Like, if she's the fashionista, I need to be like, wow, like, that looks really good and instead i'm like eh, and it doesn't fit her so that's awkward you queen know shade. it's just queen of it's shade. just it's a little awkward is and is her finisher called the makeover is that what they call listen it? i think so okay and i'm okay with it i'm okay oh, with no, it it okay. goes with her gimmick it it's goes, okay. I'm okay with it i and it, it no it, it's okay i just wanted to make sure i had that right it's fine with me she just needs to get gear that fits her uh, as someone with eyes, uh, I can't disagree with you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a little rough. But, but uh, it, it was a good we, match. It was okay. It was it was a solid match. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed the women's matches that they've had of NXT UK, so it was just another solid women's match to me. Um, now we go to the backstage segment that I kind of alluded to before, where Rhea Storm says, uh, 
She wants to be at, she's the best of both brands because, of course, she's competing on NXT UK and, and regular NXT and the Mae Young Classic. So that whole segment just basically leads to Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm in a rematch that will happen in a few weeks. So that's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Three weeks to be exact. That'd be awesome. Um, then next week, we get the official announcement of Walter versus um, Mark Coffey, which will be really, really cool. And then the main event that we've all been waiting for is Mustache Mountain versus the European Union. I'm very interested to think or to find out what you thought about this match. Because what did you think? Why are you very interested to find out what I thought about because it? Because I know what I think about the match. I'm just interested to, th- to to how you thought about the match. I like the match. But I'm not going to lie. I think I expected it a little bit more. Yep, that's how because, I feel. Because, like, exactly Mustache Mountain is so good. And then, like, mm-hmm. Fabian Eichner and Marcel have been doing so great. And, like, last week they had their match on regular NXT mm-hmm. TV. It was incredible. And it was amazing. So I was like, I was like, yeah, I can't wait for this NXT UK match. And I don't know if it was just I was expecting too much. Um, but it was good. It just wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought they were going to get a lot of time, kind of like the match got last week. And I thought that it was going to be the standard Mustache Mountain match, which the crowd is going fucking ballistic. Yeah. And regardless if they win or lose, um, it is this incredible story that they tell from start to finish. They have these incredible jaw-dropping moments, and, and they don't need crazy flips, even though Tyler Bate does some cool flips. They don't need these flips and stuff like that. Like, it, it's all drama and they're building it with character work trent seven's one of the best in wrestling at character work of building up a crowd like that especially in the uk um so i felt like we were gonna get it the one spot that was really cool that it looked like it was a botched spot but it actually came off pretty cool which was when fabian eichner threw tyler Bate up and then it looked like he was supposed to power slam him but he almost like threw him into a pedigree and, and Bate just kind of landed oh, and the yeah. ref like ran over to him real quick. So it was clearly a botched move, but it looked awesome. And neither one of the guys got hurt. So that's really cool. But yet again, another match where Marcel just seems out of place because he can't keep up with the speed of the other three men in the ring. And his character work isn't as good as someone like a Trent Seven or Tyler Bate. So, like, it, he's kind of the odd man out in these matches. So, I do hope to see Marcel kind of um, coming to his own. I know a lot of people are saying that he's this incredible wrestler and stuff like that. But I haven't seen him do anything yet that has, like, fucking blew me away. So, I do want to, I do hope that that comes soon. But it, it, it definitely was a disappointing match. Only because we had such high hopes. It was a good match still. Yeah. yeah. Just a little disappointing. Now, this week, we will, or with this show, we will give you a rating system. And um, hmm. I'm going to be a little harsh on this. I'm going to say three stars just because there was nothing in this episode that wowed me other than Walter just murdering somebody. And uh, that alone can't give this show a four stars when you kind of compare it to the other shows that we gave it four stars to. So out of five stars, what would you give this show? I'm going to give it a three, too. It was just... okay. Like it was, just it was like a, a, it was show. a good show. It was a show. It wasn't it like wasn't a like... must see show, but right. it was. If you saw this show, it was a cool show. It was enjoyable. The, it, it set up a lot of stuff that's going to be really awesome, kind of coming up in the next few weeks. So, at least there is that. I agree. Oh, silence, MJ. Thank you for. Uh, <laughs> thank you for feeling. I that. mean, it wasn't silence. I like moved my head. You know, it's just. People that, that are listening. You see what I have to deal with, people? She said it wasn't silence. I like moved. <laughs> so my that, like, head. I acknowledge. She said that what out loud. Said. She said that out loud. It wasn't silence. I just moved my head. I meant like. You see I what I got to deal with? Listen, it's meant that I acknowledged what you said. It's just the words didn't come out. Okay, so. I I have no words to. I have nothing. I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> you win. Thank you. I forfeit. Yeah, I forfeit. Thank you. Um, so that's all we have for this week's episode of Who Got Next. Of course, there are three things we like to remind you guys like we do at the end of every show. And that is you can support us three different ways. We really do appreciate it. It's follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Who Got Next Pod. Represent.com slash store slash rant with Ant. Get you some really cool Who Got Next merchandise and some Rant with Ant merchandise. Get you both. There's a lot of cool things happening going into the WrestleMania season. We have pretty much iron down where we will be for wrestlemania so make sure you hit us up let us know what's going on patreon.com slash rant with and if you want to be invited to the rant with Ant gala make sure you hit up their patreon too my patreon i am a part of rant with Ant. so we're all one big happy family we are the four we should start throwing up four signs me you east and Ant. we run this we mm-hmm. run this 
You throw G right on top of it, we have five. We have five. <laughs> we Booker T, we John Cena, we five in this. We cover everything. You got Ray Wade who covers everything under the sun except NXT and AEW. You got E is for Elite, G Rod and Ant Show, where we cover AEW. And then you got who got next with me and the newly named Queen of Shade, MJ Santi, which I'm going for forward with from now on because that's a lot cooler than me fucking butchering saying Queen in Spanish every single week. Um, <laughs> you weren't that bad. Man, I'm half Spanish, but my fucking body forgets that sometimes. Uh and of course, the third and most important way, like I did mention, patreon.com slash who got next. $1 gets you into our Patreon chats. $10 a month gets you this great video content where you got to see MJ live on air say, I was talking, I moved my head. She said this <laughs> shit did, out loud. I didn't okay, say I was talking, fucking, I moved my head. You got it wrong already. Whatever. I, You know what I mean. People heard it. It was a couple minutes ago. It's fine. I don't got to be perfect. The world ain't perfect. You know what I mean? I don't have to be perfect, but this beard is, though. Hold on. This is for video users. You get to see me stroking my beard. Because that's all that Phil does. This is all I do because it's it's the best part of my day. Um, And, yeah, so any final thoughts? MJ, where can they follow you on social media? MJ underscore Santi with two eyes on Instagram and Twitter. And if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's at PhilliumRWA. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Who Got Next. We will catch you later, alligator. Seriously. Yo, we got to come up with an ending because I. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>